Good morning. My name's Peter. I'm one of the pastors here. And uh, if you don't know, this morning is a really special Sunday because we are getting uh, four people baptized this morning. So four people uh, declaring their faith in Jesus Christ before you publicly, and uh, they're going to get baptized. And so we're really excited about that. And um, we're going to hear from each one of them this morning uh, about... Uh, what what God has done in their life to bring them to this point and how the gospel has been made clear. So um, we're doing things a little bit differently than a normal service and we're going to split up some of the testimonies. And so you're going to hear now from a guy called Joe Trelaw. So if Joe, you want to come out here. Um, Joe's going to share his story with you of how um, he came to faith. And so uh, I wonder if you just take a seat. And uh, just before Joe shares, I was reflecting this morning about, um, you're about to hear of a miracle. And anyone who's come to faith, uh, that's a miracle. And that is the goodness of God reaching out to a broken, sinful people and showing them a way forward where forgiveness of sins can happen and eternal life can be given through Jesus Christ. And so... um, Really excited for Joe to share and for us to, to hear of what God has done in his life. So, Joe. Thank you. Good morning. Um, so, I've been told I've got three minutes, so I'll try and keep this short and sweet. Um, so, I guess my story goes quite simple. I was an avid atheist for majority of my life, um, lying, cheating, going down crazy paths of sin, Um, that led to some very poor decisions on my part, a lot of hurt, a lot of pain. Um, and then throughout my time of divulging in these actions, um, was some, uh, substance abuse. And then one day, um, on one of these adventures, um, of sin, um, I heard the spirit say enough. And it all ended. And that was quite shocking to me, and I didn't know what happened. Um, So uh, I just carried on with my life, confused, um, bewildered, not knowing where I'm going. Um, And then uh, by faith or by um, his guidance, um, I started talking to Jeremy Tibbles at work. And over the course of a couple of months, he just invited me to the project now, restoration and from there I just started to learn and started to grow more and understand that everything in my life was leading up to this point that you know I was on the path to being saved Um, so I just committed myself and got to learn more and more and sure enough it led me to where I am now and one restore group later uh, (laughs) there's a little plug there (laughs) Um, I really got to know uh, Jesus more. Um, I really understood his love, the Father's love, the Spirit, how they're all there. They've all been there with me. It just had to take me to open my eyes and see that they have been there for me, um, which naturally I love. Um, And I am so thankful for this path. Um, And now it's led me right here to this moment to commit myself and my love and devotion to our Lord. 
So I'm very excited. Isn't that good? Isn't it good just to hear what God does in different people's lives? And So I want to invite up uh, another Joe. This is Joe Murphy. If you want to come forward, Joe Murphy. And uh, would you make him feel welcome as he comes to the stage? Uh, Joe's going to share as well. I'm going to ask him a few questions um, that he's going to answer in front of you guys. And um, we're excited that he's going to get baptized. And so, Joe, how long have you loved Jesus for, mate? I've loved Jesus for the last year. Last year, yeah. So, how long have you been coming to Restoration Church for? For the last year. Okay, very good. What do you love about Jesus? Uh, the thing that I love about Jesus the most is how forgiving he is, especially to someone like myself who has disgraced him. And to me, the fact that he forgave me for all of that just amazes me. What was your life like before Jesus came? Before before Jesus, my life was full of sin and despair. I was lost and I was at a point where I was ready to give up. I felt I had lost everything, but I heard a voice that told me everything is for a reason. From there, I reached out to Emma and Lachlan from the church and they've guided me since then and showed me why I was given that message. Cool. I'm going to go off script here for a sec. Yeah. Because <laughs> I think this is a really good story that is worth kind of getting some more detail on. Can you talk us through that Sunday that uh, Pete preached and things changed for you. What, what was... Just, just tell us that story. That Sunday, we had our sermon and for some reason, um, the message Pete gave was... It just... It hit me. It was everything that I was struggling with and everything I've, I've, I've dealt with in one session. And I, I went and approached approached Pete and he very convincingly persuaded me to give my life to Christ. He's, he's good at that. Um, what would, again, this is off script, what would you describe yourself as before that, if you had to put yourself in a category of belief or worldview? I was a complete atheist. Atheist, before. yep. Cool. Um, so what has it been like after, how has Jesus changed you since that point? So since coming to Jesus, my life has improved in every aspect. He's taught me how to follow him and love him, in which, which in turn has made me love myself more and everything I'm doing for him. That's good. And what about at the moment? How's Jesus changing you? So at the moment, I've got a six-month-old German Shepherd puppy, which is time-consuming and very frustrating. And I didn't realise it, but it was a lesson in patience. And I've seen that applied over my, in my job, dealing with difficult customers that can be frustrating and just not affecting me anymore. And that's just one way. It's good. Jesus can work even through dogs, even, <laughs> even through cats occasionally. <laughs> and I'll just tell you, you're on a stepping stone now, mate. It's, it's dog and then it's spouse and then you're going to have a kid and you'll be the most patient, angry person you know. Um... How good is it, right, that somebody walks into church, an atheist, and uh, hears a message um, from a very, you know, average speaker, uh, <laughs> and comes to faith in Jesus and says, this, this is true, you know, this is true, I believe it, and he's changing him. Isn't that good? Yeah, yeah let's give thanks. Thanks, mate. Uh, we want to get the other two people up who are 
getting baptized today and hear a little of their story as well. So I'm going to invite Ethan up first. This is Ethan Turner, everybody. Welcome, Ethan. <clears throat> he's going to, uh, he's prepared something that he wants to share with you all. So I'm going to hand him the mic and uh, he can take it away. I have always known about Jesus. I have been taught about him by my family, church and school. At school camp, I decided to follow Jesus. We learned about King Nebuchadnezzar's dream and transformation in Daniel chapter 4. That made me want to ask Jesus for forgiveness and to follow him. I love that Jesus always forgives. 1 John 1 9 says, if we confess our sins, he will forgive us and purify us. Um, Psalm 27 verse 1 says, The Lord is my light and my salvation, whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life, of whom shall I be afraid? I love that I don't need to be afraid of anything or anyone because Jesus is in my life. Yeah, how good. Thanks, Ethan. And uh, Michaela DeVries, where are you? You're going to... also come up, Michaela's getting baptized today and she's prepared something to uh, to share and I might ask her a few questions as well. Um, so I've believed in God my entire life. I uh, grew up in the church, I was reformed, but uh, in a sense my faith was entirely uh, head knowledge. Um, for me, it all kind of started. Uh, I got out of high school and um, I got myself a boyfriend and I started chasing a very worldly lifestyle. Um, I lived in sin. I was partying every week and I made some very poor choices, but I was still going to church every Sunday. Uh, In the midst of what became a manipulative and abusive relationship, God started pulling on my heart. And the night that I actually uh, broke up with this guy after being with him for two years, I had the clearest message in my head as I stood in his driveway, heartbroken, waiting for a ride. Um, I know now that it was the Spirit convicting me and he told me that I had put a human being in the place that God was supposed to be. And what I needed was a personal relationship with God and that he was who I was supposed to be loving. Um, He, in a very real, real way, rescued me out of that relationship. Um, Today, I just, I feel lighter in the knowledge of his forgiveness and his eternal love providing for me, uh, making me happier and I can walk in this life being supported and being cared for at all times. He's gifted me peace and overcome my shame. If you told Michaela two years ago um, that I'd be up on this stage, I would have laughed at you. Um, I look back now at all the things that have happened to me and the hurt and I would choose to go through it again if it meant knowing God like I do today I've been changed and restored in a way that only God can bring about yeah it's good uh, no further questions your honor that was um that was awesome such a good story I'm going to invite stay there I'm going to invite all the people who are getting baptized who have um, shared this morning come up on the stage <clears throat> I just want to read a verse from Romans 6. If you're new to church or you've never seen a baptism and um, these guys are about to get dunked in water and you're probably thinking, what the heck is that all about or what's going on there? Let me read uh, Romans 6 to you. 
uh, verse 3 and 4 says this, Or don't you know that all of us who were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? We were therefore buried with him through baptism into death in order that, just as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, we too may live a new life. And so as these guys go down under the water, they are symbolizing that they are with Christ in his death and that Christ's death was their death, that he took the punishment for them for their sins in his uh, crucifixion on the cross. And as they go down in the water, that is the death to their old life, their old way of doing things. And as they come back out of the water, it, is, it symbolizes new life in Christ, that they now live a different and changed life because what Jesus has done. And so the, the baptism is really the outward display of a spiritual reality that has taken place. And in many ways, we believe that just as you can see and feel and touch the water um, and it's so real, so is the spiritual reality of what Jesus has done in these guys' lives. And so there's a connection there between what you're seeing physically and what has taken place in their life through baptism. And Christ uh, commanded those who believed in him and followed him to be baptized. And one of the reasons is that it is a public declaration and testimony of what has taken place for them, that anybody can see that and, and see some connection there between the physical and the spiritual. That's why we've got the kids here, because anyone can understand uh, once that's explained what's going on and why we, we dunk people in water and bring them back out. Uh, hopefully bring them back out anyway. Uh, we'll see how strong Tom is today. So, um, <clears throat> because of that, because we take it so seriously, we've talked to each one of these guys before getting baptized today to make sure that they have placed their faith in Christ and they understand what they're doing today. And we ask each one of them to take vows um, as to what they are doing and what they believe. So, I'm going uh, to read uh, some vows to them and they're going to answer honestly in front of everybody here today uh, what they believe and promise to do. So, First vow, do you believe that Jesus really lived, really died, and really rose again to rescue you for the glory of God? Jesus was a real person who did something mind-bending. When times of doubt come, this promise will remind you that doubt is, prob is, is a problem with us, but not with Jesus. So, do you, by faith, trust the death of Jesus to forgive you of your disobedience to God and rescue you? from the just punishment your sin deserves. Do you love Jesus? Do you dedicate the rest of your life to follow him? Do you promise to always strive to be an active part of God's household? Amazing. We, um, we're going to baptize these guys now in the water. So if you want to head off down the stage around to the baptistry tank, and uh, they're going to be baptized one at a time by one of the pastors or elders and uh, some of them also have an extra person in there with them who's played a significant role in their life so I'm going to
Well, uh, I, I teach Ethan at school this year, and uh, I can see the fruit of this coming about in his life. So I'm so glad to be able to baptize you this morning. So Ethan, I baptize you in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. good this every single one right but uh man uh, it's good to baptize someone who was an atheist <laughs> so good joe we baptize you in the name of the father the son and the holy spirit Just trying to be biblical. Did you see that hug? <laughs> Normally I have to pay for them. Give you a hand there, mate. This is so good. Yeah. yeah. It's awesome, man. Your, uh, your faith is built on top of faithful people who have taught you about Jesus. Yeah. yeah. And it's not going to end here. Yeah. yeah. Another former atheist. He loves Your Jesus. Favorite. Come on. That's a win. Yeah. We'll take as many from that team as we can. Yeah. Well, Joe, we, uh, we baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. They've saved the best till last for this one. So Michaela, I want to come on in with her dad this time, which is awesome. I feel very privileged to actually get to be, uh, be, to be baptising Michaela here this afternoon. She's someone who I first met about three years ago, and she was a shy, uh, introverted person, and she still is. But the Lord has been doing an amazing work in her heart, and she's been leading at youth, well, I guess, all of this year now. And uh, I have seen a very, very tangible change in her life. Just the way that she even talks about God is completely different. So it's a real privilege to be able to baptize you today. I got to baptize her dad at Easter. And so the Lord is doing good stuff in this family. And you should encourage him and just um, give thanks for God being alive and well. So come on forward, Michaela. Got my hand. <laughs> Michaela, it's my privilege to baptize you in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. There you go. Good stuff. Over to you, Pete. Awesome. How good is that? So uh, what we're going to do now is we're going to get all those guys who have just been baptized while they're soaking wet, they're going to come and they're going to stand out the front and we're going to get around them and pray for them. Uh, we recognize that baptism is not the end of a journey. It's uh, just the beginning. And so we want to support them. We want to love them and we want to pray for them going forward. So uh, they'll just spread out kind of across the front here and if um if you'd like to get around them and pray for them uh, put your hands on them and uh just thank the lord for what he's been doing in their life and pray for their relationship with him um going forward so if you want to come out 
and just spread across kind of salmon leaving on the on the carpet would be probably best. And um, yeah, come out the front. So spread out and uh, come down and just start praying for these guys. Uh, We're just going to do this for a few minutes, get around them, and um, then we'll sing our final song.